Mindshare Bookkeeping believes the key to generating wealth is understanding where it comes from and where it needs to go. They provide bookkeeping and financial coaching exclusively to real estate investors, focusing on cash flow, strategy, and action. Go to lionsharebookkeeping.com forward slash apartments to connect with them now. Look, Wall Street was a great experience. I learned so much. And a lot of that I take forward with me to real estate. But, you know, a few things. One, I wanted to make a change and do something new. Two, I really wanted to be entrepreneurial and and work to build something meaningful, something more meaningful than working a desk job at somebody else's company. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I am your host, Whitney Sewell. Well, we have a series of shows for you over the next few days that I know you are going to enjoy. You're going to learn a lot, no matter what stage in this business you are in. Our guest today has came from many years on Wall Street, and he learned so much from there that he's going to share with us that's helped him in commercial real estate. But also, he's going to talk about his transition into commercial real estate and how maybe he wishes he had done it a little differently. He's going to share that with you in case you are getting started. You're going to want to hear that. He also talks about you know first hires compared to hires he just recently made and how he looked at those, how he afforded them. Then we get into deal sourcing. Then we get into broker relationships. I mean, how they're finding deals. And he goes into detail. Uh, and then finally, we also talk about the economy. The market, what is he looking at? How is he finding this information? What's changed in his underwriting? I wish I had heard many of these things a long time ago, right? Uh, and I know that you're going to learn a lot, whether you're a passive investor or operator, you're going to learn a lot from these next few days. His name is Craig Berger. He founded Avid Realty Partners in 2015 after spending over a decade on Wall Street as a multi award winning equity research analyst. The firm's portfolio has grown meaningful meaningfully in recent years and includes acquisitions of over 1,450 apartments, totaling more than $210 million in acquisition value and targeted growth market assets across the U.S., in addition to even a few hotels and net lease assets. So Craig's done a number of different things in real estate, but they're growing quickly as you are going to hear, but he provided some great insight through this series. I hope you'll stick around for all three days. If you're involved in this business in any way, I know you're going to learn a lot. Craig, welcome to the show. Honored to have you on and get to know you a little better. I know we have crossed paths numerous times at different events, and it's been neat to hear more about your business. And so I'm looking forward to doing this series with you. And so listeners can learn more about you as well and learn from you. But first, Craig, tell us a little bit about your maybe what your kind of business you're in, what you're doing. Uh, and then let's talk about how you got here. What was before real estate? Awesome. Whitney, thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And you've done so many podcasts, so honored to um, to spend some time with you. In terms of who I am, while I, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, I spent 12 years on Wall Street as an equities analyst, writing research and providing advice. That was that was fun. And I guess after you do things long enough, you know, sometimes you want to make a change also. Today, I'm a, I'm a multifamily guy. We've acquired about 2,000 units. We've sold off a chunk of those units and we're intently focused on growing the platform, hiring, scaling, and trying to make lemonade in 2023. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. A hiring, scaling, and the listeners always want to know about those things. You know, you 12 years on Wall Street. Wow. You know, and then uh, making a switch to commercial real estate, specifically multifamily. Uh, you know, what, what caused you to switch? You know, let's talk about, you know, switching from Wall Street and being so focused on Wall Street, right? I mean, a career there for 12 years uh, and then 
I mean, just complete pivot to commercial real estate. Tell us about that. Good question. You know, sometimes when you do something, you just get super focused and you get like tunnel vision and you can't see anything else that's really going on. And, you know, when you work 14 hours a day trying to be successful, you can get caught up in that. Look, Wall Street was a great experience. I learned so much. And a lot of that I take forward with me to real estate. But, you know, a few things. One, I wanted to make a change and do something new. Two, I really wanted to be entrepreneurial and and work to build something meaningful, something more meaningful than working a desk job at somebody else's company. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. Three, the business that I was in in Wall Street was changing and morphing and shrinking and and sort of going away, becoming less important. And four, I really wanted to take control of my life, my future, my destiny. And as part of that, do something where I wouldn't be replaced by a computer. Love that. That's forward thinking. That was just a, a few of my thoughts, but um, it's been an incredible journey, you know, filled with a lot of challenges. And and had I known then what I know now, I don't know, I might have I might have gone a different route. So it's been that bad, huh? Being in multifamily, it hadn't hadn't been the hadn't been the you know the change that you were looking for or the meaningful part, maybe. Or how about that? It's it's actually great. I'm just thinking back on this journey. It's been tremendous. I'd say I didn't make my transition well. I didn't do it the right way. And and I think, you know, having maybe going to work for a large firm with established procedures and processes and market presence would have been helpful. You know, after spending a, almost 20 years working for other people, I didn't I didn't want to do it that way anymore. So so what would you tell somebody listening right now to even in that, those shoes, say they've been doing this career 10, 12 years, uh, and they're going to jump into commercial real estate. Sounds like you've had some thought about how you made that transition. You say you didn't do it the right way. What would you tell them? Well, I, I guess I'd say find a community of, of like-minded people to join. There's a lot of different mastermind groups out there. There's a lot of different communities out there that, that are a mix of education plus co-sponsorship and and bring you up in a in a community with support and resources. I'd say definitely pursue that. I'd say get as smart and as educated as you can while you have a desk job, while you're making a salary, you know, hold on to that paycheck and make as much progress and get as smart as possible while you're doing that. Maybe you don't work 10 or 12 hours for your company anymore. Maybe you're only working six hours a day and getting by and and spending four, six hours a day on some of your own activities. I don't know if it's ethical to say that or not, but you know, I mean, there's, there's a risk management benefit to getting a paycheck and and that's just reality. You know, third, if, if you do decide you're ready to make a change, going to work for a, a, a larger, more established company, I think is, is helpful to getting experience, sort of achieving personal and professional credentials in the space and and so on. So just a, a few thoughts on that. Yeah, no, that's incredible advice. Even the, you're talking about the the transition, you know, maybe lessening your hours at your day job so you can work a little more hours. I wouldn't see sometimes there are, you know, your supervisor may even be okay with you cutting back some hours, right? You know, especially maybe if they think they're going into a recession, they may, they may be looking for people to do that, right? And so it may be a great time to think about that. Absolutely. Look, I don't really support the quiet quitting thing. I know during COVID, some people, especially in tech, you know, engineers or coders might have two or three jobs. But, you know, as someone who worked 
14 hours a day for other people's companies for 15 years, you know, maybe work a little less and, and spend a little time on yourself. Yeah. Incredible. No doubt, you know, with your experience and uh, desire to do something meaningful, taking this transition, pivoting this way, you could have gone a lot of different route, uh, started different kinds of businesses or even something, your own business in that same line of work, uh, potentially. So why commercial real estate? Well, I did try a few different things and explored various avenues. What I eventually got to was that, you know, even if you just do fix and flip homes on a, on a small scale, you can create and build a path forward for yourself. I ultimately felt like real estate was something that I could do on my own where I had a 50-50 chance of survival. And those odds were better than starting my own tech startup or better than you know some of the other things that I might do on my own. I did consider going to work for a hedge fund ultimately, you know, passed on that, wanted to try some different experiences, get some different skill sets, you know, but that's a good career path forward for people that that were in my position previously. And, you know, it's just, uh, that's, that's life, right? You make choices and, and, and take different paths forward and, you know, give it a go. But ultimately, I was just really looking to hopefully survive. And, and like I said, build something meaningful, which, you know, takes time. What about some lessons or, or takeaways from you know your previous job that that you were able to move into real estate? How is how did that help you? Wow, being on Wall Street, I think, has been incredibly helpful for me as I work to build a real estate business. So you know, a few things. One, I had the good fortune of of living and breathing the stock market and the economic cycles. Right, everything is a cycle, even though this cycle was a monster up cycle from. 2009 all the way to 2022. Maybe we'll even have a soft landing here. Really keeping in mind that everything is a cycle is super important. Reading those tea leaves. Let's see. I had uh, the opportunity to study formal risk management from traders and, and institutional investors. I had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with Fortune 500 C-level executives when we were out co-marketing to our hedge fund and mutual fund. You know, my clients, their their investors slash bosses, and these are just sort of you know things that you pick up over a decade plus of being on the street. Obviously, got to do a lot of deep dive analyses and ultimately developed sort of an institutional mindset. So if I was you know, just starting out fix and flipping at 23 years old, I wouldn't have the same institutional mindset, checks and balances, process and process control type of thoughts that I've that I've had after spending 12 years at, at various banks, big banks, little banks, and, and so on. Yeah, no doubt some great experience. I think that you learn that you can move forward into commercial real estate. Uh, and, you know, there's many other avenues that you could have taken that it probably wouldn't have helped you as much. But I, I think you're probably grateful to have some of that now. I wanted to get into your thoughts about the economy and some of that, uh, especially through this series at some point. But you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, you're hiring, scaling, you're growing, pushing that, you know, really hard. Uh, speak to maybe you know, your first couple hires, I get that question often, like Whitney, who was your, who was your first hire? Why did you hire that position? And maybe thinking through the order of hires, but maybe you can, uh, you know, speak to maybe a little bit about your hiring process. We don't have time to go into maybe depth about hiring, but I'd love to know who was your first hire. Cause I get that question all the time. And maybe how did you find some of your, your best people? 
Perfect. Let's see. My my first hires, I really hired on Upwork.com because my resources were limited. I had to stretch my limited resources as, as far as possible. Most of my money was in my deals. Does that ever really change? I'm not sure. You know, my first hire was someone who could help with admin and paperwork stuff, someone who could underwrite deals and opportunities for me and help with any and all tasks that I needed. Importantly, someone who's really trustworthy, ethical, honest, and, and there to support me in whatever whatever it is we're doing. Any task that's required, sort of a, a jack of all trades with the ability to learn the analytical side of the business from, from me. And that was sort of my first hire. And, you know, you do have to sort of to find a superstar, you've got to really, you know, have multiple encounters and 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 work through some folks that aren't superstars. And it's just the reality of that process. I appreciate you being real about that. You know, people say, oh, I don't want to go through the trouble because it probably won't work out. And then I'm tired of something. I'm like, well, the faster you get started, the faster you'll find that person because it probably won't be the first person you hire. I, I appreciate your, just the reality too around, hey, I used Upwork. I, I also used Upwork a lot to get so many things done that I couldn't, I didn't have time to do. I was also working full-time while well, it seemed like I was working another full-time, second full-time job trying to get a real estate business started and had to have some help, right? Uh, and so you said, you know, the admin, paperwork, uh, but then you also mentioned like underwriting deals. Uh, was that the same person? Could you find somebody that kind of had some of those skills that did both of those things for you? Yeah. So, I mean, there are so many talented people on Upwork. I mean, there's millions of people on the platform. You've obviously got, you know, more expensively priced domestic US-based folks. You've got, you know, less expensively priced international folks. I sort of, you know, I did hire some task-based people, you know, in the Philippines, virtual assistant types of folks to, you know, help with this task or that task. But you know, this really first hire was someone who's full-time, you know, shoulder to shoulder in the trenches with me, understood the potential upside, whether they were in another country or not. And so, yeah, I did find someone to underwrite deals and do all of that. I trained that person, you know, a person was with me for two or three years. Then I sort of, you know, hired a replacement person for that role. And, you know, three years later, that person's still with me and a, a critical part of the team. And, you know, but it's, like I said, you're going to, you're going to try different things. Obviously, you've got task-based engagements, and then you've got that sort of full-time 10, 12 hours a day, shoulder to shoulder in the trenches person. And like I've trained that person who's with me now is helps me with deal closings, which is a you know huge and heavy lift, underwriting deals, loan compliance, taxes compliance, property tax, paperwork. It's just a never-ending barrage of of admin tasks and whatnot when you when you own deals. So can't live without that person at this point. I can completely relate to that. What about, you know, now as you continue to scale, I mean, like 2000 units now, obviously you know, you've had some traction, you all have done a lot of deals or what's the, I guess the motor behind the scaling now, you know, what's pushing you all, what's driving the, you know, you all to, to grow. Well, we exited three deals in early 2022. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been a long road. And also you have to know when to sell, sell high, buy low, sell high. Prices were really high in 
you know, second half 21 and early 22. And and we, you know, not by mistake, but um, we, you know, tried to sell as much as we could at, at high prices. So with that, we had more corporate resources to invest and we had more track record to, to go out and build the business around. So, you know, I sort of think of hires as sort of what tier of hire, right? Is it really a, a C-level executive? Is it, a, you know, a mid-level executive? Is it more of a, a a junior analyst type of type of hire so you know low medium high lately we've hired a president we've hired a chief operating officer and we've hired a chief financial officer and you know those are sort of three senior positions you know i'm all in on this business pedal to the metal the reason that we're hiring seasoned professionals with you know significant prior real estate experience with REITs or with GE Capital or with other large operating partners, uh, large operating competitors, is because we want to go out and raise institutional capital. And institutions want to invest in organizations that have personnel infrastructure, redundancy, risk management, folks that have done it before, folks that have raised meaningful capital before or run 10,000 unit operations. And so that's really our goal. Our goal is to hire the best people we can we can at this point in time, leverage our track record and go out and raise meaningful amounts of, of institutional and high net worth capital. Because I think, you know, the next 12 to 15 months is going to present some really unique opportunities in the marketplace. And we want to be positioned to pounce on those. Love that. That's a great place to end this segment because I want the listeners to know hey, the, the next segment we're going to talk about deal sourcing. And, I, and I'm going to twist Craig's arm to tell us a little more about uh, what he's expecting over the next 12 months. Thank you so much. I look forward to our discussion tomorrow. How can they get in touch with you and learn more about you, Craig, and your business? Whitney, thanks so much for having me. If anyone wants to get in touch with me, they can find me on email, craig at avidrealtypartners.com. Reach out anytime. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Real Estate Syndication Show. Please subscribe and like the show. Share it with your friends so we can help them as well. Don't forget, go to lifebridgecapital.com where you can sign up and start investing in real estate today. Have a blessed day. 